Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Welcome to the Indie Film Hustle Podcast, episode number 134. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Albert Einstein. Broadcasting from the back alley in Hollywood, it's the Indie Film Hustle Podcast, where we show you how to survive and thrive as an indie filmmaker in the jungles of the film biz. And here's your host, Alex Ferrari. Welcome, my indie film hustlers, to a special Sundance edition of the Indie Film Hustle Podcast. I am your humble host, Alex Ferrari. Today's show is sponsored by Distriber. If you guys are trying to get your movies or feature films or even shorts onto Netflix, Hulu, Google Play, iTunes, Fandango, or any of the major streaming services, Distriber finally lets you in without having to go through a traditional distributor. And you keep 100% of all the revenues and your rights. So if you want more information, head over to IndieFilmHustle.com forward slash sell my film. That's IndieFilmHustle.com forward slash sell my film. The show is also sponsored by Hollywood Camera Work. If you guys are interested in learning how to direct actors and become an actor's director, Hollywood Camera Work has developed an amazing master course called Directing Actors. And it is almost 30 hours. And I've taken this course. And it is by far the most comprehensive directing actors course I have ever seen. So if you want to get access to this course, head over to HollywoodCameraWork.com and use the coupon code HUSTLE to get 30% off. That's HollywoodCameraWork.com and use the coupon code HUSTLE. Now, guys, on the show, I've had a absence of something that I wish I had more of on the show, and it's talking about documentaries because I am a huge fan of great documentaries. Um, Jiro Dreams of Sushi, probably one of my favorites of all time, got me to start eating sushi after I saw that uh, film. But uh, documentaries... Um, really are so, so important and such an amazing way to express yourself as a filmmaker. And oddly enough, documentaries sell really, really well in self-distribution and putting it out there by yourself or just getting a distributor uh, to do it. Documentaries, if you pick the right topic, can definitely be really, really good. And, you know, I, I want to talk more and more about documentaries. I have some uh, documentary success stories coming up in the coming months. Hoping to get some other others on and to talk more about documentary filmmaking, but in my journeys through uh, Sundance and Slamdance, I ran into a, an amazing filmmaker. His name is Michael Rubenstone, and he is the director of On the Sly in Search of the Family Stone, which is based on Sly from Sly Stone from the Sly and the Family Stones fame back in the day, and. 
my God, Michael has been on this project for 12 years. He started shooting on a Canon XL, then jumped to one of my personal favorites, the DVX 100A, editing on Final Cut version 4, and finished off in, I think, Final Cut X, and shot HD, shot Canon, and all that, and and literally held on tight for 12 years making this documentary. And finally, it got its world premiere at the Slamdance Film Festival this year. When I met Michael, I just had to have him on the show. I wanted to talk to him about what it really takes to stay persistent uh, over 12 years on one project. And his story, he's got some amazing stories of what happened when he actually met Sly, the different kind of hustles he had to deal with, um, and all sorts of craziness to get this movie to where it is today, premiering at the Slamdance Film Festival. And my co-host for this episode is the lovely Terry Gamble from Media Circus. So without further ado, here is our conversation with Michael Rubenstone. Hi, I'm Alex Ferrari. Hi, I'm Terry Gamble. And we're here with Michael Rubenstone. There you go. Yeah. So first question, man. Yeah. I heard through the grapevine that it's taken you like 10 years to make this movie. Why in God's green earth and how in God's green earth have you lasted so long on one project? Um, well, it just, you know, I mean, you have certain things in your life that you feel like you need to finish mm-hmm. in order to move on with your life. That's kind of how I felt with this project. Can, and can you say the name of the project? Oh yeah, it's uh, on the sly in search of the family stone, and it's premiering at and it's premiering at Slam, uh, Dance. Slam Dance. Awesome! Yeah, congratulations, Congrats, man! Yeah, world premiere, um, and uh, yeah, first time in Park City, and oh, so you, you're them. a newbie. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah you're having a good it's time. All new. Yeah. Did it already premiere? Or is it gonna no, no, no. Our uh, Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night, nine thirty, um, in the ballroom. 945. 945. All right. 945. Get it for the producer. Thank yes. You. Thank you. <laughs> so, so you just stuck with it for, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the, a, a documentary, documentary always right. takes time period. Right. And, uh, you know, for me it was, um, you know, years when I was trying one thing and trying another thing and trying this cut and, you know, I was learning how to make a film mm-hmm. as I went, you know, mm-hmm. I, is I this did, your first film? It was my first film. Oh, wow. Man, yeah. Awesome. yeah. I mean, it literally, it chronicles me just kind of picking up a camera mm-hmm. and trying to find Sly Stone. So it's your story as well as Sly's story, in a, in a way. And in, in, in me sort of trying to find him, I ended up meeting so many people mm-hmm. involved in his life, band members, right. record people. Must have been uh, an, an incredible journey. Incredible journey. <laughs> but as I was meeting all these people, I was telling Sly's story. Right. I was learning so much about his journey and the story of the band. Um, so for a while I was like, what am I doing in this movie? Yeah. I should tell the story of the band, this incredible band. Absolutely. Um, So, but something was calling me to find a way to incorporate the two in a way. Um, and, um, and I feel like I, I did my best in in pulling that off. I mean, with, with documentaries in general, you're right. It does take, it's a lot, it's a lot of times, a lot of passion more than a lot of times a narrative and it takes years and years, but 10 is it 10, right? Well, it's actually more 12. 12. 12. Okay, so 12 okay. is, is definitely your endurance. You are a marathon runner without question so, yeah. <laughs> on this. The real question on that then is yeah. how many friends did you lose along the way yes. in this quest? How many girlfriends? Oh, <laughs> yes. I think that's more the question. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say I, I lost friends. I, I more gained friends in, in, in making the film. Um, there are people that I met throughout the process of, of work, working on this film that 
just changed my life completely. Yeah. I mean, being thrust into the Sly and the Family Stone world mm -hmm. um, is quite a departure from my upbringing. In some ways, some ways not, but uh, it's a whole. It was a whole new world for me, and uh, some people are still with me today as mm -hmm. friends are just right here. So. So on a technical standpoint, over 12 years, technology changed. Oh, yeah. You're, so, you're going to see that in the movie. So I wanted to ask you, like, how <laughs> is that? film buffs. That, so yeah. how did you, uh, what format did you start shooting with? What did you end with? Did you edit the same all the way through on the same plot, on the same software? Okay. So, yeah. So uh, <laughs> in terms of that, it started with a high 8 camera. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, okay. high 8. Straight up. When I was Stand driving cross country, <laughs> sure, I sure. had my high 8. Wow. Um, but, uh, you know, the, it was predominantly mini DV. Okay. Um, I shot most of it on the Panasonic DVX 100. Oh yeah. Uh, the which workhorse is, of the, of the was you it, know, was it the A or the B? It's or, A. It's just the workhorse. That was a workhorse. The, I mean, I have shot many, my first movie on it. Yeah, a, yeah, it, was so, it was beautiful great little camera. camera. Great little camera. Yeah. Such a good camera. Perfect for documentaries. Yeah. Um, but I was working with an editor recently and he was looking at the footage. He's like, oh, there's something about that Panasonic footage. It's just like, it's, it it's, reminds me of a time. It takes I was, you right back <laughs> to that era. It was 10 years ago. Yeah. It was like a little, like three, four, five year mo moment that that right. camera was, was everything. Was, was it, was, yeah. it was affordable, shotgun. It was the first 24, real 24, 24P. It yeah, was the first exactly. real 24P that looked as like, filmic. It was better than the Canon XL. You got it. <laughs> yep, you got <laughs> right. it. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I would say the majority of that. But uh, by the end of the film, we're shooting HD and, you know, shooting on a 5D. And, right. Um, so you, you and definitely. So there's a lot of history we're getting. We're getting film history. We're getting your slice history, your history. Yeah. All and, combined. You and you up-resed all the stuff. Uh, right. I mean, obviously, it's HD. So. Yes. But did it handle well? Um, you know, in terms of the, the technical stuff, it was kind of a nightmare, a logistical nightmare. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, we had to put it through this something called a Tyranix. Yeah, mm -hmm. Tyranix. Okay. So, yeah. So we had to put it through that. So all the formats kind of working together but regardless you're going to see uh, a variety Changing. of changes yeah. just based throughout the film as it progresses i think a parallel is great i've seen your film a rough cut of your film actually too. oh you did okay yeah. can't wait to see uh, the new cut so yeah, yeah i can't wait to see the new cut absolutely and, and technology definitely has changed along the way but i feel like it mirrors my story a lot too because he went through so much technology change and everything too that's right were you inspired by that and making this or gosh i never really thought about it that way but yeah you know i think um what Sly Stone did uh, as an engineer was fascinating. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he really was the first person to lay that down that drum track mm -hmm. with uh, what was called a rhythm king, right? Uh, the rhythm ace, and uh, and it's that beat, it's that yeah. uh, it's that click, you yeah. know. And they had all these weird, funky settings. And when he was at his most, one of his most creative periods, you know, he didn't have time to like call the drummer in, or he, you know, he just wanted to get it down, right? So push that button, you get a drum track, yeah. and you make a song. And uh, and that's the way everything's pretty much done these days. So he was a real uh, maverick in that in that aspect. So you're in Slam Dance now. Yeah. This is your first film festival. This is my first Everything. film festival. My wow. did you, what was the experience? Like you just went out and submitted to a bunch of festivals, and Slam Dance was the first one? Slam Dance was the first, my first submission. Because you, you just felt and you that got it was in your day. first one. And we got, yeah. Congrats. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's we got awesome. in and um And you're like, now what? <laughs> what? Like you get in now what? Like, now I have to <laughs> now like oh, now I have shit. to make a real movie. Now so, you're like, oh shit. I gotta I gotta present a real movie. Now. Yeah. It's gonna be seen by real people. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um so that was interesting. And and really, um, you know, the film obviously I've done various cuts and um once it got real and we had a premiere <laughs> date in sight, 
I started looking at the film again and I showed it to some people that I really trust and um, real storytellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just felt that structurally there could be a way to make both storylines more cohesive. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of the issues I had with the original cut mm-hmm. is you know, telling both stories in a way where you you don't take anything away from the other storyline and they work in tandem. Mm-hmm. Um, so we literally took the film from an hour 47 to 82 minutes. Oh, just tight. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. I can't wait. And yeah. Don't rub the mic. Sorry. No worries. Okay. Are you on sound? Oh, unreal. <laughs> we throw everybody in, man. Yeah, everyone's everybody. working today. Cool. Good. So over the 12 years, like, obviously this was not paying your bills. How oh, did you keep the lights on, food on your on the table over these 12 years while doing this passion? Uh, well, I'm an actor. Okay. Uh, I, I came to L.A. to pursue uh, my career as an actor. Okay. And um, so, and I do quite a bit of voiceover work. Okay. Um, so that, I can tell. That's that has good. helped me. You have a great voice. Oh, thank you. A <laughs> um, lot of voiceover in this film, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, voiceover work, and I, I'd been tenant bar for 15 years. So you self-funded this project then? Yeah, pretty much. No crowdfunding, really? I never did. Yeah. I just recently did uh, um, a sort of crowdfunding uh it was a 501c3 sure. mm-hmm. uh, uh, from the Heart Productions. Uh-huh. Um, and they once once all these costs started coming in, like... There's, there's real costs. I post, I have, mm-hmm. I have oh, yeah. uh, color, I have everything. Oh, yeah. uh, so Deliverables, that's when I, DCP, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> so uh, once that became a reality, then I, I got this from the Heart involved and they've been great. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Now, as far as the marketing is concerned, what are you doing to get the word out? Because obviously you can leverage the fan base of Sly, which is a massive fan base. So For sure. How are you, um, how are you doing that? Um, well, you know, this whole film has been and continues to be grassroots. Okay. Uh, so, you know, there's a scene in the film when I'm running around the streets with Honk, if you love Sly and the Family Stone. Yes. Signs. Yes. So you probably see us on the streets of Park City. With those signs, uh, we got flyers. Um, so people who honk, mm-hmm. we'll give them flyers and so you're street teaming. Yeah. You're street teaming. Yeah. Are you doing anything? Do it old on, school. Okay. Are you doing anything on social media? Are you doing anything? Oh online? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have a website, uh, www.onthesly.movie.com, and um, you know we have a Facebook page. Um, I think we have started. We have uh, Provoke Relations who started our. Uh, Social media. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife has actually been incredible with uh, some PR stuff. So you were able to land you a got wife married. During, you got married during this Within time. This time. Got married. She's all right. A, so they didn't, they didn't all you. They didn't all Obviously. No. No. She saw through. She all came of... in kind of late in the game, so <laughs> you know, wasn't so as. So she saw an ending in sight then. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The, the ending definitely happened when we were together. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she saw you know, the dollar signs from the big sales are going to come. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. She. Well, she saw me. That's awesome. The film is very much me. uh, Your passion. And my passion and my heart and my soul. And uh, and she believes in that. So That's fantastic. Now, what kind of uh, plans do you have for distribution? Do you have a distribution plan? We have no distribution at the moment. Um, We really just locked picture uh, yesterday. Minutes ago? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Literally, the Blu-ray was was just burned and is on its way to Park City as we speak. Um, so yeah, I know. But we, we play tomorrow night, so I, I have a feeling we'll be okay. Yeah, don't um, get here. But uh, as long so, as another blizzard doesn't come through. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, look, this whole thing is is uh, a whirlwind and it's totally new, and I'm just open to whatever comes my way. Mm-hmm. I'm not even thinking about a sale right now. I'm just thinking about 
sharing this movie with people. So uh, is your big goal just to share it or if we could give you... Like, I mean, look, I want to share it with the world. You know, that's why right. I started making this film because I believe in this music. Mm-hmm. And Sly and the Family Stone were one of those bands that everybody kind of knows, but they are a monster band. Yeah. And they deserve just as much recognition as the Grateful Dead and the mm-hmm. Doors and, you know, all those bands from the 60s. yeah. You know. Woodstock, yeah. Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, mm-hmm. all these people who passed that got all this recognition, almost icon status uh, in the public eye, public image. You know, Sly never really got that. And right. he deserves it because his contributions are, I don't know. Now... There's been a lot of crazy st- – I mean, I've, I've heard of a few crazy stories that you went through making and trying to get hold of Sly. Are there any stories that you can share from the movie that will not ruin the movie? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, now go know. see it. Yeah, you really <laughs> got to see the they're film. All, they're all there. So we'll give you the Sophie's choice then. If there was an we option. Lost, we lost a lot. Oh. Yeah. Is that a bullet? Is that the magic bullet? So, oh, the outlet doesn't work. I'm sorry. Sorry. Do you want to put your water in the ground? You don't have to open your water. Yeah. Crackle, crackle. Sure. Um, what should I say? About, like... My, my interactions with Sly. Sorry, wife. Hi. 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 Yeah. We've heard much about you. Yes. <laughs> In terms of like my interactions with Sly, what is okay? I think, what is it? Factory? Yeah, without you guys ruining the movie. Yeah. About the knitting factory, you could, I mean, or also just, I think that's there were a lot of opportunities that you got That's already out there. Okay. I listed the movie. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. So are there any, you know, really cool stories you can tell me? Because I heard it was a challenge to even get Sly. It's yeah. a, it, it was a it was like chasing or find uh, in search of Sugar Man. Very similar. Yes. You have to go look for him. So right. any, anything you could share? Um, well, you know, I think the film initially started with whatever happened to Sly Stone. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's see if we can find him. Um, when I started filming in, um, he hadn't been seen in over a decade. Um, like seen. I'm sure people had seen him, but, I mean, like he, but he was in a was deep a reclusion yeah, and he, he hadn't put out any music and he hadn't been seen no in the public eye. He hadn't played a right. show, nothing. Um, so, you know, one of my dreams was bringing him out of his shell, you know, out of reclusion mm-hmm. in some way and getting him to hear his music again. Mm-hmm. Um, so in getting to know some of the family members, uh, specifically his sister, Vet, uh, who was in a tribute band right uh we became close and we sort of she called me one day and she said you need to book us a gig in la and i didn't know anything about booking gigs or anything like that <laughs> oh my but, goodness. but I, I made a few calls mm-hmm. and before you knew it i had a gig book for them at the knitting factory all right heart of hollywood california yeah, yeah right there um and uh so i called her i said i got you a gig in la you know and i had two where weeks, were they where two were weeks they? They're, they're in the bay area okay uh we had two weeks to to promote the show um, and that's when you see me on the streets mm-hmm. you know, promoting the show yeah. in the film. And, um, and August 15th, 2005 was the event and Sly Stone came, showed up. Showed up. Yeah. He shows up at the show. That's must, that must be so, awesome. So, I mean, 
yeah, in the flesh, to see him in the flesh yeah. like that. Was that the first time or you had? Uh, that was, that was the first, your first time sighting. I, that was my first live sighting. Oh my okay. God. Yeah. Wow. For this show that we, uh, you know, we, uh, that's we awesome. put together. So, I mean, you've been on, this is like an adventure and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you've been on the two. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, to see him come to his sister's show. Yeah. And his performed, niece was in the band. And he performed. He did not perform. Okay. He no. Did. He just he, he, he sat. He sat in the VIP area upstairs, mm-hmm. and he had his motorcycle helmet on the whole show. Well, that's very it was sly. A silver kind of yeah. motorcycle oh, helmet. Yeah. And uh, he sat, and he. But to see him enjoying his music with his sister up there, mm-hmm. I mean, be able that's to amazing. have a hand in putting that together. That right. was, you know, really a beautiful night. Wow. Really, really special. So those are the gratifying moments. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So what, um, what advice do you have for any documentary filmmakers out there starting to get in there, trying to break through, Mm -hmm. trying to make that passion project? Cause I mean, seriously, 12 years, I'm still blown away by 12 years of passion, commitment, you know, from DVX to HD. I mean, it's like fascinating. You know, I would just say whatever is calling you, whatever your muse is, whatever is speaking to you on a, on an intellectual level, a spiritual level. And you want to be able to share that with other people. Just begin. Just start. Just pick up a camera mm-hmm. and, and and start filming. Yeah. You know, start asking people questions. You know, start setting up interviews. You know, start to root to, you know, the nerve of whatever this thing is. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about, you know, how big a commitment it's going to be. Don't worry about how much money is involved. Don't worry about, you know, the people that will or won't help you. Just grab a camera and get out on the road and just do it. Right. And before you know it, you may have a movie. You might not. I don't know. <laughs> you know for a while, I, I didn't know Remains if I Remains to be seen. Uh, yeah, you're right now. But honestly, I, you know, in terms of my, my, uh, what I would leave with filmmakers, you know, I'm, I'll quote Sly Stone. Mm-hmm. You can make it if you try. Yeah. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks. Michael is an inspiration and and an example of persistence. I always talk about on the show that you have to always be persistent and to keep going no matter what. So thank you, Michael, for being on the show, man. I wish you nothing but the best with um, On the Sly. And uh, I hope to see it very, very soon on Netflix on Amazon, on Hulu, on wherever you're able to get it out there too, man. So congrats and man, God bless that you stayed on that project for 12 years. You're a better man than I, sir. You're a better man than I. So guys, we have a few more of these uh, Sundance special edition episodes. I'm going to be doing, uh, hopefully for the rest of this week, we're going to be doing one a week. Again, don't get used to it, but we're going to keep cranking them out until we're done with these. So I wanted to get them out as soon as possible to get them all to you guys uh, in this special kind of Sundance thing. And got some new surprises coming up in the next coming weeks. We got maybe an Oscar special with a certain someone from Stage 32 that we did last year. Might happen again. Don't know yet. We're still trying to figure out the logistics, but RB and I are going to be on, uh, I think we're going to be doing another Oscar special because we had such a great time doing it last year. And uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun, man. It'll be a lot of fun. So, if you want to know, if you want to get links to everything we talked about on the show or see a couple of the teasers, teaser trailers for uh, On the Sly, head over to IndieFilmHustle.com forward slash 134 for the show notes. Also, don't forget to head over to FreeFilmBook.com. That's FreeFilmBook.com to download your free film making audiobook from Audible. 
Until next time, keep that hustle going. Keep that dream alive. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Indie Film Hustle podcast at IndieFilmHustle.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-I-L-M-H-U-S-T-L-E.com. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia.